Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. In this episode, I want to continue the conversation from the previous Motivational Mondays episode with discussing how do you look forward and plan your next 12 months. And I want to talk about six questions to potentially ask yourself before creating a new product or service, okay? So where this topic came from is, you know, of course, stemming from the previous episode, but also from my meditation time. I am really big on allowing time and room for quiet time, for ideas to pop into my mind, for downloads to come in, because sometimes we're just walking around looking for the answers all the time when the answers are waiting to be delivered to you, but your mind is so congested with a whole lot of other stuff that it doesn't have room to come in, right? So I did meditation time actually this morning, And then I was able to write down the six things that I can come up with in terms of a list of questions that I actually ask myself before creating a new product or service. So let me give you some context. There's a product um, that I've been wanting to release the details on for about a year, if not more. I've released it to my team. We've discussed it. We've planned it. We've even played around with the launch processes. I've shared it with some of my students just to see like, do they think it's a good product or service? And I honestly built out the entire sales process, the launch page, the Kajabi portal, the payment page, the confirmation emails before the conference. However, 
if you were at the conference, I did not release it. What you heard about was if you want to get into DTA for the last time of the year, then click this link. We'll open it up for you for two days and that's it because you were at this conference. And then also we opened up applications for the mastermind for 2023. And I had a download when I was sitting at the back table in which I had to remove myself from the room and take my laptop so I can sit in silence outside. And I told my husband and one of my good friends that was the MC what was happening and they all agreed that even though it's an awesome product, it's not the right time to release it. And this happened last podcast episode. I'm getting butterflies in my stomach again. The reason I'm sharing it with you is because I'm starting to become more mindful of my energy when I'm talking about or thinking about certain things. And I've noticed that the same feeling comes up in my stomach when I'm on the right path. And so it's, I can't describe it, but it feels like butterflies, but in a good way, like, ooh, you want something good, girl, you better go. Versus just excitement because excitement can be an adrenaline rush and then you don't have all the moving pieces. But the bottom line is I do. Everything is set up to go. I probably need to change the product item name. But outside of that, it's ready to go. It like takes a few tweaks. And I mean, I I work really fast. I can delegate it to my team fast. Um, But I've been doing this stuff for years in terms of building out my own funnels. And so like my team for myself in terms of support has been with me for the last, the current team for the last two years. So hence, I've been doing sales and marketing for a long time, which is why in terms of how my clients see me as their coach, I can shoot out a lot of ideas fast in which you don't have to take any of them. But if you do take one, you know, not all of them at the same time. And then I can help you build out something super quickly. You just better take notes and go take action. And so nevertheless, I built it out before the conference. I decided not to release it because I wanted to focus on one thing at a time. But it's a clearly coming up again in which I keep getting now specific downloads like you need to release it. So this morning I was talking it out through Voxer with one of my friends. I talked it out with my husband yesterday and I want to share with you these six questions because I think this is something that you should write down to process before you go and create a product or service because sometimes we create a product or service because the people around us are creating a product or service. Maybe we create one because of the trends, because other people are doing it or because you think it's going to be successful, but you don't even know if people want to buy it. You don't even know who your ideal client is, right? So let's talk about the why with the six questions. So number one, the who. You want to ask yourself, who are the clients, the customers, the consumers that you want to serve in this product idea that you have. So let's just say if it's a course, it could be anything, but let's just say it's a course, right? Who are the clients that you want to serve in that course to get very specific? So for me, I may need to decide because I, I can serve, well, three, I can serve psychology students. I can serve postgraduate, but they want a business. I can also serve licensed clinicians, right? So at the end of the day, there's a lot of choices that need to be made because there's certain products that need to be separated out per the group. Then there's other types of products, like if we're talking about more about mindset and lifestyle, that can be for anybody, right? So I needed to look at the different groups of individuals and look at, are they being served already in products that I have? And that question is important under the who, because maybe I just need to go expand one of my current products and just give them a bonus or something right? Sometimes we're creating a whole product or service that we don't need to create. Also, at least one of those three groups that I had mentioned, I only serve them once a year. So that was like, okay, do I want to serve them, you know, more? And then another group I already serve in a program or multiple. And then the third group, I have 
one thing that I serve for them or to them, but it happens very infrequently throughout the year. And I haven't done it that much in 2022, to be honest. Okay. So I had to really survey who are my clients? What do I already have going on? And then it leads to number two, what are their questions? So number two is questions. What are those ideal clients questions? So let's just say if I narrowed it down and I said, I really want to focus on those who are already licensed, no more pre-licensed and whatever I'm developing, only licensed. So what are these licensed clinicians questions? What specifically do they need help with, aka what can I solve? Because if I'm super general and I say I can help you grow your mental health business, I mean, what does that mean? What stream of income? That's very wide. Even in our master program, we talk about scalability, but I'm very specific. Are you doing digital products? Are you doing group practice or service? Those three. Not books, not nothing else. It doesn't mean we can't talk about it, but I'm not going to go that deep into you launching a book, right? So where are they stuck? What have they tried? What has or has not worked? That means that you need to survey your current clients. That also may be a good fit for this program, but you also need to survey the general public because you want to reach more people. So what are their questions? Number three is looking at your time. So how many hours do I want to dedicate to this stream of income or this product or service? For me, I don't want to do anything one-on-one. I want to do it all in groups. And so with the product or service that I'm offering, does that make sense? You have to look at what problem you're solving. How deep do you need to go? Or do you have what I call a framework so that you can walk everybody through the same you know, pathway per se? Okay. So that's time is looking at how many hours you want to dedicate. And can you like, based on those times allotted, will that help them solve their problem? You can't say, I only want to dedicate two hours a month when building the course, showing up for them live once a month, answering Q and a questions, like whatever you're going to have involved in the course, it actually takes you and your team minimum with you involved 10 hours. So that may mean that that product is not ready to be launched at all right now, right? So number four is the amount of people you want to serve, service, impact. So how many people do you want to serve? And you may not know this yet. You may not know until you start. And then once you maybe say eight or 10, let's just say if it's more intimate, then once you get to 10, then you're like, you know what? I want to do 20. Then I want to do 50. Then I want to do a hundred. You can work your way up. Like I always tell my clients, don't try to fill up a stadium when you need to focus on filling up a bedroom, right? Like start at your level. But how many people do you want to serve at least on the initial level? Number five, how much do you want to generate in revenue? So number five is money. How much do you want to generate in revenue at least at the first phase? So for example, when I launched DTA for the first time, I stated what my price would be. And I also stated how many people I wanted in my first group cohort, because I was doing one-on-one coaching to begin with. I said that I wanted 12. Well, I got 12. The next launch, I wanted 16. I got 16. The next launch, I said I wanted 25. I think I got 23. Then I kept getting 23 to 25. Then I'm like, I want 30. I hit 31, right? So hit, like plan out your goals and then create your systems to hit your goal. But you got to plan that out. And then number six is the type of income. So do you want it to be passive or active income? Do you want to actively show up? So like in this course, do you just want them to sign in and do the course by themselves? No support. Or maybe they get email support from someone else, but not you. Or do you want it to be active income where you're actively involved? Maybe you have a monthly Q&A session. So again, as a recap, who are your clients? How are they stuck and what problem you solve? 
How many hours do you want to dedicate to that stream of income? And does it solve the problem with those amount of hours? How many people do you want to serve in terms of impact? How much do you want to generate in revenue, at least in the beginning phase? And then do you want it to be passive or active? So these six questions alone have helped me clarify what I wanted to create in terms of, is it a yes right now? Or is it a no? If you haven't heard my previous episode, it's called, is it a hell yes or hell no, right? Um, You definitely want to go listen to that in terms of mindset shifting. But if I had two choices, which I did, I know that I can only, or I should only start with one. Now I can build out two products at the phase of my business with how long I've been doing launches. I can actually launch two things at the same time because they're catering to two different groups of people. But that requires me and my team to go extra ham on marketing in terms of time. And we're approaching the holidays right now. So I I just rather maybe even release one in November, one in December. But bottom line is I release one at a time where maybe even for a few weeks, we're hyper-focused on one, right? So I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. Again, I am really talking about how do you set up your mindset, your business structure, and how you're going to maneuver in your business over the next 12 months, starting in the following year. If you have not already checked out the Intentionally Abundant Workshop, also known clinically as Motivational Interviewing, Harvesting Change Talk. It is a two-hour workshop in December. It is for pre-licensed and post-licensed seasonal therapists. Um, CEs are available if you want to upgrade that experience. I am a APA certified instructor. And so it will be the first Saturday in December or what I think it's December 9th. But nevertheless, it is definitely something you want to show up to. What we're going to be doing is helping you map out a plan for your next 12 months. It won't be individual coaching, of course. It'll be a group session. You'll have breakout sessions. And what we're going to do is just help you brainstorm around what are going to be your four main themes for the year. Now, if you choose to, of course, change them after you leave the call, that's fine. But we just want to get those juices flowing so that you can start the beginning of the year fresh and therefore you ain't planning your year January 2nd when you get back into the office. So to learn more about registering for that event, go to drtk.com forward slash links. The link is in the show notes. It's also the same link in my bio on Instagram. Also, if you've enjoyed this episode or you feel like another therapist um, needs to hear it, pre-licensed or not, then please forward this episode to at least two different therapists. I would greatly appreciate it. If you are new to the podcast, I want to say welcome. And we are definitely setting the tone for you too to be successful for your next 12 months in your business, or I should say, at the time of this recording, 14 months, because we have two more months in the year. But I really hope to see you in that intentionally abundant workshop. If not, holla at your girl on Instagram. Leave me five-star review and your biggest takeaway from today's podcast episode. And I will greatly appreciate it because that tells the platform that therapists want to be abundant and that they listen to this podcast. All right. So I will see y'all in the next one. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com dot com.